0: Diana here. I am taking over for the month of April, which is very exciting. April has been um a huge month already, <laughs> even though it's only you know the first week. Um, my mom has been here. It is actually airy season. Her birthday is in a couple of weeks. Um, and she's coming back at the end of the week. And, you know, I'm finalizing wedding, wedding dress shopping, wedding You know, really in the depths of wedding planning. It's a new season. I've been at my full-time job for about a year. Lots of things happening. So, yeah, it's a a good time. I did have COVID, unfortunately, but I recovered all as well. It was a crazy week and a half, but luckily with being vaccinated and boosted, it, it wasn't as bad as it could have been. So, definitely you know, recovered pretty well there. Just took some time to relax and watched seven Oscar-nominated movies, which I highly, highly recommend watching CODA, by the way, if you did not watch it. it The, the story is, you know, lighthearted relatively um, from a plot perspective, but I thought it was beautiful how they captured the family of, um, you know, a deaf family and... And just such a different storyline and movie that we've seen. So yeah, yesterday I tried on a few wedding dresses. That was really fun. And I think I'm narrowing it down. And I just want to give a huge shout out to my wedding planner, Angie from Forever Amore Events, if you're looking for a planner. But yeah, I just really wanted to use this time to catch up. We had Sophia take over the month of March. And for those who don't know, we're trying out this new process for the rest of season two where one of the wahine um, in the, on the team will take over the entire month so they have full reigns to kind of do whatever they want to do. And we thought that was a great way for everyone to kind of flex and just be as creative as they wanted to do, want to be and you know, throw out all of the ideas at the wall. So last month it was Sophia, just a fabulous, fabulous um, interviewer. Our engagement was amazing. I loved the um, interviews, especially with, you know, just finding our identity. I think that was a great theme that she had. This month for me, you know, I'm I'm definitely gonna just play around with just some solo episodes. I think we're going to do some um, interviews as well, but I always have little random ideas, so definitely stick around and see. Uh, this episode will be just me. I'm actually going to be, you know, just catching up with you guys in the first half. And then in the second half of this episode, and it's going to be pretty short and sweet overall, but in the second half, I, I wanted to describe and explain the history of. Uh, hawaiian jewelry specifically the bracelets and i just think that if you're from hawaii you definitely know what i'm talking about if you're not um basically usually you know your your aunties or your moms your grandmas wear like these thick gold jewelry and if you visit you may see it now that you notice it but i wanted to dive into the history of it because you know i have an engagement ring from a hawaiian drawer and i was just jeweler. <laughs> um and i was very just fascinated by where you know how did hawaiian jewelry become what it is today and just you know why do we still hold such value to it and when i when you hear that you'll kind of understand and it's so amazing like i had no idea and it's just beautiful that we still hold it so close to our heart now um Even though it stemmed from rural hawaiian his you know rural hawaiian uh, monarchy so yeah okay so let's see like i said my mom was here that was very lovely the last time i saw her was um in december when i went home and she was on her way you know on her way to italy they go usually every year but they haven't been able to go but they were going for their honeymoon and so she stopped on the way here, and that was just very nice. I was so lucky. You know, I'm just so lucky that she's able to visit us, especially seeing Olive, and Olive is now two years old. It was her birthday on April 3rd. She's also an Aries baby, <laughs> go figure. Um, so, So yeah, that was nice. We got to go to Williamsburg one day. It's been a little gloomy, but I think, you know, she comes back from her second leg of the trip She'll stop here on Friday to Sunday, or Friday to Tuesday, and hopefully the weather picks up. So we're hoping to go to Montauk and maybe try on a dress again, finalize that, and then we may, we're we going to try our best to stop by the Botanical Gardens. But just, you know, in New York, things just fly. You just don't really, like you think you're going to do all these things, and then day just goes by but you the good thing about New York is that you are able to just squeeze in so much um because you know things just close later you can leave the house later you can go have dinner at 11 p.m um so that's always good and uh I would love to have a New York podcast episode maybe I can do that um even though of course we're focused on Hawaii I think there are a lot of Hawaii people here in New York and I think our stories are very different just because coming here with the lifestyle that you're used to, it's very shocking. And even though I went to college in New York, um in San Francisco for four years, it was still a big change. So yeah, maybe I will talk about that. Let me know. So yes, that was my mom she cooked for me. She cleaned for me. She's the best. And then the other thing I wanted to talk about. Let's see. I I guess the other thing is I wanted to focus on friendship. I think that I saw a TikTok once that was like, we don't really talk about friendship as much as we do a relationship of a partner. Like, a romantic relationship. And that that really just got me thinking, you know, like we really don't. I mean, we do talk about like having your girlfriends, having your best friends, but we don't really talk about what that entails. And I don't know if I'd like have much to say on it at the moment, but I do think that, you know, if you listen to this and you feel like, "Oh, maybe your friendships just aren't as strong as they could be or I haven't got to see my best friend in a couple of weeks or haven't spoken or texted my friend like just do it. I think you know with friendships like the thing that is interesting is that you don't really need to you know work on it all day every day um because that's why they're friends. You know you can do your own thing and then you can get together and all as well. But I think you do have to remember to you know water the plants of your friendships really cultivate it and take care of it um but it's interesting it's i don't i personally don't think it should be something you you need to think about always is it should be pretty natural but you should remember to check in and plan that trip or plan that dinner and i think Mindy Kaling so i guess in her book this was the tiktok i was talking about but in her book she talks about friendship rules and I guess one of the rules and I want to read her book now. But one of her rules is um if you're my friend, anything you own in your closet, I also own. And if I borrow it, you should be you have to have had worn it at least once. <laughs> and if I borrow it and I ruin it, you're allowed to be mad at me for a year or something along those lines. I just thought that was really cute because it's kind of true. Like, anything you do own of your... Like, anything your friend owns, like, you kind of could borrow it. Um, Especially my best friend. You know, my best friend is Lena. Um, She's been my best friend. You know, I have a lot of really, really close friends. But we are... She's one of my oldest friends, for sure, from high school. And I could probably say... Shout out to Lena. You know, I love you. um, That I... I could walk into her closet and take anything and hopefully she wouldn't hate me um I think we have that you know that um agreement and the one thing with my friends is that um you know we all do we do have a very specific style like for the most part we have like a similar overall vibe but everyone does have their own personal style so it's not like it's not like I would just go run into their closets, but it's just funny. I just thought that was really funny what Mindy said about, you know, if they're your friends, then you basically own everything they own. Um, but I would love to read that book. But yeah, I'm very fortunate in terms of like having a friend, like a strong friend group in New York, New York, and that is really how, you know, I was able to, just survive in this crazy city. And then I have a friend you know a tight group back home in Hawaii that when I go back I still am able to hang out with Lena and and Connie of course my family um and you know I have a friend Katie from high school who I don't talk to that much but like I still keep in touch so I'm just very thankful and I I would say I have a great friendships I hope everyone else would think that but I don't know what my rule would be I think I just always make sure to like just check in with them, like even if it's text. Like I'm not a huge phone girly. <laughs> um, but I do love to just like check in and like obviously in New York, like we see each other as much as we can. But yeah, just and just being like open and honest with each other is important. That's really with any relationship. Um, and just like I don't know, having fun. Again, that's with any relationship. I'm trying to figure out an advice that's like specific to like your friendship. I think it's a lot about making sure to, you know, as much as you may give to someone, you may you may ask a lot, but you also like, or um, like you may... I think there's just a two-way street, you know, for friendships. It's like, it, if one person's gonna do something and like ask for a lot, like you know, there might be a day where it's like they're not feeling well, and that's okay. But then there's like the opposite side of that, where like okay, but maybe the next time you hang out, you get to say something, and there's just like this mutual respect that like you're both there for each other, at all times, yeah, and just making sure that you're both like. You're both like putting into the relationship. Again, that's not really girlfriend related, but, but yeah, I think that's important to keep that in mind. Maybe I think something I would say is like, if there's something your friend has always wanted to do, make sure to do it too. Yeah. I think you don't want to be the only one planning again. That's, that's also for like a romantic relationship. I don't know. This is very hard. Maybe spontaneity, again, relationship, darn. So, you know, maybe maybe a, maybe a good thing is to remember to do all of the things that you did with your friends before you had a partner. Maybe that. Yeah, I would say. I would say that's good. All right. So that's kind of my catch-up session, reflection session, just kind of sharing with Wichita I love doing this. I... For me, podcasting is really great because I wanna just get better at it. So doing a solo episode is important to me. And please let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about, Um, like, and subscribe, rate, all of the things, share, repost. We're also hoping to do another giveaway, so stay tuned for that. And let's jump into the next portion of the pod where i dive into a little bit of history. okay so let's get into the history portion. this is something i've been wanting to talk about for a while and i finally looked into the history and i had no idea so we're going to talk about hawaiian jewelry specifically the bracelet so if you guys are not familiar and i'm wearing mine right now but if you're not familiar when you go to hawaii usually you know your your moms or your your aunts or your grandmas have a thick hawaiian bracelet and there is and 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 you know they ebb and flow in terms of who wears them i remember when i was younger people weren't really wearing them and now they're getting popular again because i feel like gold is coming back but the history of it is quite surprising it actually comes from the eighteen hundreds, from London. So Queen Kalani and Queen Kupilani were very close to Queen Victoria. They traveled to the Queen's Jubilee in the late I want to say late eighteen hundreds, and one of the parting gifts from um, King Albert, I guess, for the women who went, they received a gold you know, a, a gold bracelet and actually had King Albert's name on it. Which is so interesting. Like, I would love to find that exact piece. I wonder if we could find it anywhere. But yeah, so that was a, a parting gift. Like, I just, first of all, think it must have been so amazing. I don't think there are that many photos of um, Queen Lilio Kalani in london i know there are some because i've looked it up but obviously it just wasn't how it is um even in the mid you know the early 1900s but but yeah oh i can just imagine them like frolicking i know like princess Kailani. she also studied in, in in europe but anyway so they got the these these bracelets And when they went back, they actually the queen actually gave a bunch out to her hen um, maidens handmaids, and as a gift. So she actually gave um, you know one important figure was someone who helped her with her um, with the queen's um, balls at Yolani Palace, and can you you know just imagine at the time the queen comes back and I'm sure she's wearing new clothes and everyone just sees her bracelet and everyone wants it. So from there, it just became popular. Um, One interesting fact is that the um, the Hawaiian bracelets have usually a name on it. um, And the one that Queen Liliuokalani had was, um, it actually said, in remembrance in Hawaiian, in black lettering, because Queen Albert died and um, Queen Victoria, when he passed away, she was actually in mourning for the rest of her life. But when the lettering, since the lettering was black, that represented um, the death of King Albert. And there's actually something called mourning jewelry, M-O-U, you know, when you, when someone dies, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. And it's Jewelry that's usually black. Um, It's really beautiful, actually, Victorian mourning jewelry, and that women would wear in addition to their clothes. So, you know, women would wear all black for a period of time. And for those who don't know, Queen Victoria was in mourning for the rest of her life. So I thought that was interesting that the lettering, um, the enamel of it, was not only black to see the words, but because of King Albert's passing, and I want to look up really quickly what Queen Liliuokalani's um, bracelet said. It said "ho o manau mau," a lasting remembrance. This is the original bracelet made for Kalani in 1862, um, emulating the the English Victorian designs that I was talking about. So she wore that bracelet for the rest of her life, and I just think that is so interesting that it. You know, of course, the Hawaiian history stems from when you know the um, the English came to Hawaii and you know changed the course of history. But this this piece of jewelry, you know, one of the things that we still have to this day very significantly is jewelry, and kind of made it our own. And nowadays, you know, you can get it in gold, but you there's also wooden pieces. Um, most are made by machinery now, but there is a company, the rural Hawaiian, um, I think it's called the rural Hawaiian, the Royal Hawaiian heritage jewelry company. They still make their jewelry by hand. And just to flag this source of information that I learned, um, I went online, but the one that I, the, uh, I watched a YouTube video of Keochoen, um, on Keochoen, and they talk about the history of of the rural hawaiian um jewelry and that you know a lot of people don't make it by hand anymore which makes a lot of sense um i also learned that when the english made this they actually put a piece of their hair in the black enamel because of the black you couldn't really tell i guess so i thought that was really interesting so makes kind of a lot of sense why you would wear the jewelry for the rest of your life you it's it's a pretty unofficially known that if you have a Hawaiian jewelry, a bracelet. I also have a ring, but if you have it, that you don't really take it off. Um, you know, obviously we go to the beach a lot in Hawaii, so you, if you have it, you're you're not really taking it off unless you're not a jewelry person. But it's pretty crazy. Like if if you never heard of this, um, before, definitely look it up because there are fourteen karat gold bracelets that are huge. Um, you know, I'm looking up one online that's like $10,000. And just growing up and kind of seeing this all around me, I never really, you know, you just don't think about um, jewelry that way or material items. You're just so young. And as I got older, I um, realized how precious this was and, you know, how important it is to keep it in your family. And I just think it's so beautiful. Um funny story. So I got my engagement ring from Philip Rickard. They make um Hawaiian jewelry as, where, as well. And Matt and I were walking through a Hawaiian um, center in Waikiki and there's a picture of Gwen Stefani and she actually fell in love with this design. She still wears um her um Hawaiian jewelry. And you if you look at, you know, interviews and, um, you know, when she's on the red carpet, she's wearing it and there was a picture of her and I showed Matt because he's really, um, into music. And I just said, did you know that Gwen Stefani wears this jewelry? And we went in and tried on rings and yeah, that's how, you know, I found my engagement ring. But yeah, so that is a little piece of Hawaiian history for you today. Talking about jewelry, who doesn't love to do that? I think they're beautiful if you haven't seen one definitely go and check it out again it would be so interesting to visit the um the rural hawaiian heirloom jewelry uh, store i think it's in chinatown and definitely look into this i i would love to see the the first you know jewelry bracelet that queen liliokalani had maybe that could be a goal of mine when i go back but i just love looking back into history especially with items that you kind of see every day or know about at least so yeah i hope i hope you can take the story and pass it on and thank you for listening to the episode if you um you know don't follow us on spotify and apple please do please share like subscribe all of the things we're so happy to have you and we'll talk later bye